Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. The top five reasons your wife says she needs space. So this is a very common phrase that uh, wives say to guys that come and talk to me. You know, she's saying she needs space. I don't know why. I don't know what to do about it. So today we're going to talk about why she's saying that so that you can make the proper adjustments. So then instead of wanting space from you, she actually wants to be around you. Um, another way to look at this, if she's saying she needs space, it means she's being kind of repelled by you uh, instead of attracted to you. So we want to talk about what, what's repelling her and then what you can do to make her attracted. So my name is Mike Fraser, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in my program this week. Um, man, I love reading these. I love seeing the progress guys are making, and I want that to be you too. So if you are liking the podcast, but you want to actually take the steps to rewire your brain and become the stronger, attractive man that you can be, come and join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com or visit the link in the show notes. So one gentleman shares, the highlight of my week was practicing waltz, rumba, and swing with my wife up in our bedroom. It felt so intimate. I saw a light in her eyes and a spontaneous, beautiful smile. So cool, man. Just kind of picturing that for this guy. It's amazing. Uh, Another gentleman shares good vibes with my wife and I had a sweet moment where she fell asleep on the couch. She looked like she was freezing. I got her a blanket and covered her up. She smiled and said, thank you. Just a nice loving feeling between us in that moment. She used to not want any help from me and would have pushed it off. Okay. So again, this guy is, is making those adjustments so that, you know, his wife again wants him around, wants the things he's doing versus wanting space, wanting to push him away. Okay. Another gentleman shared, he he said, I love you for the first time without those mosquito intentions. Uh, If you're not familiar with the mosquito cycle, we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, For me, you know, last week I was sharing about uh, parenting and and, uh, things that I needed to do there. And this, uh, this Thursday, the, um, Thursday thoughts actually an interview with a guy named Don Manning that uh, I think is going to be a big help to me personally to um, step into a better fatherhood role um, and some resources for you there too. But, um, but yeah, so I've been making good progress there. I feel like having better connections with my kids and also just more physical connection, more loving looks from Elizabeth. And I think part of it is because I am focusing on being a better dad. Uh, you know, she's more attracted to me because I'm doing that. So if you're in this situation, you're listening to this podcast, your wife has probably told you she needs space, whether she told you that directly, or maybe she's telling that you that through her actions, she's kind of avoiding physical contact with you. She's not having sex with you. She doesn't like hugs and kisses. She turns away from them. Okay. She's telling you with her body, she needs space. If she's not telling you with her words or Maybe she is talking more seriously about needing space like a separation, whether in the house or out of the house. Um, Maybe she's just, again, showing you more by her actions that she wants to spend less time with you. She doesn't really want to talk with you. When you try to bring stuff up, she pulls away, um, you know, avoids it. Uh, Maybe she doesn't want to go on date nights with you if you were to offer that. She doesn't want to spend time alone with you. Basically, whether she's saying it directly or saying it through her actions, she 
doesn't really love being around you that much or interacting with you that much. Um, or maybe it's more of that roommate situation where, yeah, you guys can talk about superficial stuff and, and, you know, managing the kids and all that. But when it comes to intimate conversations about thoughts, feelings, hopes, dreams, it's not there. You know, she doesn't want those discussions or, you know, again, with the physical intimacy, she doesn't want that type of connection with you. So what you need to understand and what this podcast is about is why is she asking for this? Why does she want this space? So when I talk about top five reasons, and these are reasons I've seen over and over again with the guys that I've worked with. So reason one, you're too needy, too needy. <laughs> so again, we're going to review the mosquito cycle, but, but women, they don't like mosquitoes. Mosquitoes get swatted, right? So if you're buzzing around, you're doing quote unquote, nice things for her, but there's that intention behind it to get her to give you attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. Okay. Your wife can feel that and she doesn't like it. She's repelled by it. Okay. The other thing is if, when she's sensing that, and then you start getting frustrated because she's not giving you the attention, appreciation, affection, sex that you want. Okay. She sees your blowups when you get mad at her, you're pouting when she says no to sex and you, you, act like a little baby, your escape behaviors when you turn to pornography or alcohol or start working out too much or kind of escaping the house, you know, going too much into your hobbies because you don't want to be around, um, or just these other immature actions. Like she sees all that when she doesn't give you what you want. And so that repels her, right? She wants space from that. She doesn't want to be around a guy that's in that mosquito cycle. So people don't like to be around mosquitoes. Women don't like to be around men who are mosquitoes. Okay. So to review the mosquito cycle, what it is, is you are doing quote unquote, nice things for your wife. You're serving her. You're trying to put her first. You're subscribing to that idea of happy wife, happy life. So you're always trying to make my wife, make your wife happy. What can I do to make her happy? What do I need to do? Okay. So you're doing all this stuff, but behind it, you expect that happy life, right? You expect her to give you attention, appreciation, affection, or sex. So you do the dishes, but in your mind, you're like, okay, I did the dishes. Now she should have sex with me tonight. And and look, that myth is perpetuated a lot um, that, oh, just do the dishes and your wife will want to have sex. It's just, it's, it's not true. Okay. Um, It's not, there's something wrong with doing the dishes. It's there's something wrong with the intention behind it. If it's to just have sex with your wife, it's not going to work. Okay. So your wife picks it up. She knows you're buzzing around she knows you're trying to suck off attention, appreciation, affection, sex. It's basically trying to treat her like a prostitute, feeling like, okay, I've done enough. Now you owe me sex. Basically, I've bought sex by my good deeds. Okay, she doesn't like that. And so eventually she stops giving you attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. And so you're doing these nice things. You're not getting anything back. You start getting frustrated. Okay, you start getting mad. And then you either explode, you get mad at her. Look at everything I do for you. You won't do this for me. You know, all I, all I need from you is sex, right? Those kind of things. So you get mad or you escape, you turn to pornography, maybe you have an affair, you turn to other women, and then you feel guilty after doing that, or you ignore your wife, right? Or things like that. So you do these like immature responses and then you feel guilty, feel as, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then you start doing these nice things again, but only for a while, right? Because you're still expecting back that attention, appreciation, affection, sex. So that's the mosquito cycle. It's very unattractive to her. And it's based in neediness, right? You're needy for her attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. You don't feel solid enough in who you are. A lot of guys come to me, they say, yeah, like I accomplish a lot, but at home, I don't have much self-confidence. I don't really feel 
you know, that sense of worth that I want. Even though these guys are high achieving guys, they're doctors, lawyers, business owners, you know, dentists, they're doing a lot, accomplishing a lot, but they still have that kind of lack of self-worth inside of them. And they're trying to get it from their wife. Okay. That's the bottom line. That's what we have to work on. And what we work on in the program is really building that sense of self-worth very strong and built in and connected to God, right? Who can always give you a sense of self-worth. All right. So that's reason one, you're too needy. You're a mosquito. Okay. Reason two, your wife needs space is you don't listen. So when you are needy for her attention, appreciation, affection, and sex, it's hard for you to listen to her because you need her to listen to you like you want to be heard. So it makes it hard to get into her shoes and listen to her. It's especially hard if you feel like she's being critical of you. Okay. Then guys definitely shut down. They get defensive and they cannot get into her shoes and listen. Okay. This is a skill and it takes a lot of internal strength to do it. Uh, mental, emotional, spiritual strength to be able to sit there and listen and put yourself in her shoes when she's complaining about you. But if you don't do it, she's going to want space because she doesn't feel heard. She doesn't feel listened to. Okay. Also, a lot of times guys, high achieving guys that can be distracted, right? They're focused on other things. So their wife comes to talk to them and they just don't really hear her. They forget later. This has been me for sure. This is something that I work on a lot to try to be a better listener to my wife. Um, so eventually she gets tired, right? She gets tired of being ignored or a lot of times too. Uh, so your wife will start saying, oh, like this happened to me today at, at work, right? And the guy will be like, oh yeah, that happened to me too. And kind of like one up her, be like, oh yeah, that's bad. But what happened to me is even harder, you know? And so she doesn't feel heard. She doesn't feel listened to. So eventually she wants space from that. Women don't want to be around a guy who does not listen to them. I promise you that. So she'll need space from you if you just are not very good at listening to her. And you can check this with her. Just say, hey, you know, I I heard a podcast today. I just want to know from you, like, how often do you feel like you speak and I really listen and understand you? Like what, if you had to give me a percent, what percent of the time? You will probably be unpleasantly surprised by her answer. Um, So it's something a lot of us can, can work on. And again, if you're not listening and she doesn't feel heard, she will definitely want space. All right. Reason three. Your wife says she needs space is you've hurt her in some way. So some, some ways are obvious. Like if you had an affair, obvious, that's hurtful. If you've looked at pornography, that's hurtful. If you've lost your temper with your wife a lot, that's hurtful. Or you've lost your temper with your kids. Also, that's hurtful. So you've done things to hurt her. So it makes sense. People in general, they don't want to be around pain. People avoid pain. They pursue pleasure. Okay. So when you are like all of these things kind of relate to that you're causing her pain by mosquito cycle by not listening to her by hurting her with infidelity or not keeping her promises okay all these things are hurtful and so she avoids it she needs space from pain okay so a lot of guys though they'll make excuses for the behavior um you know, oh, well, you know, I only looked at pornography because you'll never have sex with me or I only lost my temper because you did this and this. Oh, sorry, I lost my temper, but you did X, Y, Z. As soon as you say, but in an apology, you basically have not apologized. Um, but, or guys will say, oh yeah, I'll change, I'll change. And then they do it again. So all of that's hurtful to her. She doesn't like it. Again, that's pain. She avoids pain. She wants space from pain. What this creates is a lack of safety in the marriage. Um, so both by you hurting her directly and then you not being trustworthy to change. 
Like trust is one of the core foundations that we talk about for marriage to work. So if you've hurt her, she can't trust you. She can't feel safe. So she needs space from that. Like women, I promise you do not want to be around a guy who's hurtful to them. Um, you could see if, if, if it's like a super unhealthy relationship, sometimes women will stay in an abusive relationship because they don't feel like they have, like they deserve better. So that can happen. But is that the kind of relationship you want? Is that the kind of thing you want to model? I don't think so. Right. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, your wife is probably healthy enough to say, I don't want to be around a guy that's hurtful to me. And that's why she's asking for space. Okay. Reason four, you don't prioritize her. That's another reason she's going to want space from you. So your wife, she wants to feel like the most important person in your life. And some men, you know, they'll, they'll do that mosquito cycle, which in a way shows she's important, but in a needy way, right? Instead of a way like, wow, I admire you. I love you. I'm doing the dishes today because I just want you to rest because I care so much about you. So it's interesting, right? You can do the same action with different intentions and get a totally different result. So again, like some guys, they'll do that. Um, but again, it's that mosquito. Oh, I did this for you. Now you owe me sex. Okay. That's not really prioritizing her. That's just trying to manipulate her into doing what you want. Um, so other, but the other thing that will happen is guys will kind of get tired of doing so much and then sort of stop doing anything as like a payback. And I've done that before where you like, fine, like I've done all this stuff for the kids and making the money and all that and cleaning. And I'm not doing any of it anymore because you won't do anything for me. Okay. So that's definitely not prioritizing her. It's hurtful, you know, uh, all of that. So that can be one way guys don't prioritize their wives or they're just busy. Right. And you know, they are caught up with work and all of that. And they just don't do those quote unquote little things that show their wife that she's important. They won't send her a text saying, Hey, I care about you. They won't prioritize the date nights. They won't make birthdays or anniversaries special. You know, they, they won't do those things that say, Hey, I love you. I admire you. I, I'm so glad that you're my wife. You know, and so eventually when women don't get that sense from their husband for long enough, they want space. Cause yeah, it's kind of hurtful, especially if they feel like they're prioritizing you, which usually they do. Um, even if you maybe feel like they're not, <laughs> they probably do feel like they're prioritizing, prioritizing you. Um, you know, they want space from, from that. And if they don't feel like you're a priority, they're, they're kind of like, well, you know, yeah, I don't really want to be close to you if you're not doing anything for me, unless you want sex. Okay. So over time she feels neglected and she's not attracted to you. So she wants space. So the last reason we'll talk about today is reason five is you act superior to her. So the guys I work with, high achieving Christian men, they've achieved their lot. They've achieved a lot. Okay. They're again, like business owners, doctors, lawyers, they're successful in their careers. Um, and so with that can sometimes come this sense of being better than other people, being smarter, being more accomplished, having, um, more money, whatever. Right. And so Unfortunately, a lot of times this mindset carries over into the marriage. Now, if you want to go deep with this, this need to be superior really relates back to you not having a strong sense of self-worth. You're needing to borrow that from people telling you how great you are. And again, like it comes out at home more because like at work, if you do a good job, people are pretty easily will tell you you're doing a great job. 
Okay. So you get a lot of that external feedback where at home, like your wife will give that to you for a while, but eventually she understands, Hey, like there's like no end to how much like positivity this guy needs. And eventually she's drained, right? I call it the mosquito cycle because you're like trying to suck off attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. Eventually your wife, she's, she's tired. She's drained. She doesn't want to give it to you anymore. Where at work, you know, you're only interacting with these people some, right? And you're not having those explosions and all that that you're having at home. So the rest of the world doesn't see that. Your wife does. And that's why she is not giving you the, you know, as much appreciation as maybe uh, people at work or stuff like that. So anyway, the superior mindset, right? Of like, I'm right, you're wrong. I know better. Um, it carries over into the marriage. So like with money, you can definitely take a superior mindset there, especially if you're the one mainly providing for the family saying, Hey, like I know more about money than you. You're spending too much, you know, all that. Now, not to say you don't make requests and set boundaries and all that. It's just that mindset of like, I'm smarter than you. I'm better than you with money with sex. Hey, like I'm more sexually advanced than you with in-laws, you know, we should be spending more time with mine than yours or your relationship with your parents is inappropriate or whatever with parenting. I do more than you or more than my share or the way your parenting is dumb, you know, that kind of thing with religion. I'm more spiritual than you. One of the guys that I worked with, like one of the early things he said to me was exactly that. Well, you know, I'm kind of more spiritually advanced than my wife. If you think that it's not attractive to her. Okay. Maybe at first that can be sort of attractive to certain women, but eventually it wears on them and it's not, you know, acting superior is not a long-term formula for a happy, connected, intimate marriage. Uh, with housework, you can feel like I'm doing more than you, or, you know, you're not doing a good job of it or whatever with time. I spend my time in a better way than you. You're on your phone too much. I don't know on my phone as much. So all of these kind of things, the superior mindset, um, it comes across like, even if you're not directly saying this, if you think, well, yeah, I'm better than you and all that stuff. Okay. It comes across, even if you're not trying to express it and it's not attractive. Okay. Your wife wants space from a guy who's always proving, trying to prove he's better than his wife and thinks he's better than his wife and always is trying to get evidence that he's better than his wife. So women, again, they don't like to be around a superior know-it-all. They don't. So guys, those are the top five reasons I've seen that women want space from their husbands. Okay. So if you want to change this and you want it, so instead of your wife saying, I need space, her saying, I want to spend time with you. I'm attracted to you. Okay. If that's what you want, here's, here are the steps. Step one, you need to identify and eliminate your negative, unattractive patterns of thinking, feeling, and acting. So we talked about five of them today, five of these negative, unattractive patterns. So hopefully that helped you identify some that, oh, shoot, I'm doing all of those, or I'm doing three of those, <laughs> and you know, helping you identify and eliminate them. But then what you need to do is replace those with positive, attractive patterns. Okay? If you come into the program, we'll help you do that. We'll help you see your negative patterns. We'll help you change them, replace them with positive, attractive patterns. Okay. For example, instead of being needy, having a solid sense of self-worth, instead of not listening, doing a great job of listening, instead of, you know, not prioritizing her, prioritizing her. Okay. Treating her with love, treating her as an equal, you know, doing those things, replacing the negative with the positive. But then 
Step three that a lot of programs miss is having you practice those new patterns until they become a habit. So you really need to ingrain these new ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. Because under stress, you'll go back to the old patterns. So you need to be prepared with the new patterns. You have to like really wire those ones in. Your brain, there's a saying, neurons that fire together, wire together, or brain cells that fire together, wire together. So right now you have patterns in your brain that are negative, that are going to go off automatically. Okay. What we have to do is create new ones, and then you have to practice those new ones so that when your wife is critical of you, you know exactly how you're going to respond. When she says no to sex, you know exactly how you're going to respond. Okay. It's practicing before the game, so you're ready for the game. So if you want to do that, if you want to identify your negative patterns, if your wife's saying she needs space and you want her to instead say, I want to be around you, okay, come join us. Come join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. We'll help you do this. Identify your negative patterns that are pushing her away. Replace them with positive patterns that will be attractive to her and help you practice them so that that becomes your new habit. So we rewire your brain to become attractive on default. So come join us. We would love to help you. You've heard the testimonials from guys. It just works. This process works and we want you to to come and and do it with us. And it works too, because it's, it's consistent with Christian principles. You might go around and find some stuff where, you know, they teach things that are not aligned with Christian principles that, that might kind of work to create a sort of attraction, but not a long-term, lasting, amazing, intimate marriage where you feel good about who you're being because you're following Christ. So that's what we do here in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So again, come join us, strongmenstrongmarriages.com or the link in the show notes. We will walk you through this process and help you become the man that creates an intimate marriage with his wife and sets the example for generations to follow. So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com, click the link in the show notes, apply to join. You'll fill out an application. We'll get back to you with your best next steps. All right, stay strong, men. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.